Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic. Today is Friday, end of the week, September 28th, last Friday of September for 2018. Here with your daily health update, going to look at the danger podcast today. The dangers of stress to your heart, the dangers of young children taking medications, the dangers of colon cancer, dangers of not getting enough steps in your day, the dangers of having a spine that doesn't sit or move the way that it should, and the dangers of a sty in the eye. The Danger Podcast for Friday, September 28th. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our dangerous talk today. However, you just never know what kinds of things you'll learn that can steer your decisions throughout the day and help you improve or overcome some health challenges and support some good health for the future. Of course, always good to make those decisions in conjunction with a healthcare provider just to make sure that all these dangers you face are customized, personalized, and individualized for you as an individual. Of course, heart disease is a leading killer in North America, so it's good to learn strategies to deal with heart disease. You want to make sure your heart is functioning well, and to do that, you want to support it with good food and uh, good fitness. But one of the biggest challenges that we have to overcome is stress. So mental distress, such as depression and anxiety, can significantly boost the risk of heart disease in older adults. In this four-year study involving over 200,000 adults over the age of 45, researchers observed that participants with a high degree of mental distress had up to a 30% increased risk for heart attack. The lead author says our study adds to the growing evidence of a link between depression and anxiety and increased risk of heart attack and stroke, and suggests that this link may not be explained solely by factors such as lifestyle and presence of other diseases. That from the journal Circulation, September 2018. So you can kind of see that uh, stress is definitely one of the leading contributors to all the major health problems in North America and this number one problem, heart disease, uh, is definitely implicated um, by having stress in your life. So learning how to deal with that stress is probably a really, really good idea, right? Um, So go out and do that, learn, get educated and uh, help to curb uh, North America's number one health-related, chronic lifestyle health-related problem in heart disease. So it's uh, always tough as a parent to know what to do when our children aren't well, Um, you know, from day-to-day stuff like colds, but then of course if they're ever diagnosed with any kind of uh, condition or illness, um, we're at the mercy of those people who should know better and uh, a lot of times we need to intervene with some kind of uh, medical treatment and um, we just want to know for sure, for certain that that's in the best interest of our children. But Based on this uh, study from pediatrics in August 2018, kids are taking more medications and it's posing more dangers. An analysis of data concerning the prescription medication use over the last 23, or, <laughs> use of over 23,000 children found that one in 12 children take two or more medications that place them at risk for a major drug interaction. The researchers add that most of the potential drug interactions identified in the review are known to cause dangerous heart arrhythmias, which can lead to sudden cardiac death. They note that the problem is most likely larger than observed because the study did not include data on over-the-counter medication use. So your child is taking a medication for a problem, probably much needed, and then um, for some other reason we have to give them something else for something that might happen and it may not be prescription, it might be over-the-counter. 
One of the things you want to do in that situation is still talk to the pharmacist if you haven't talked to your doctor about taking that other medication just to be sure about any drug interactions um, because a lot of these drug interactions actually haven't been studied. Um, but if that's the case, your pharmacist will know and may recommend an alternative that uh, could be safer. So it's always good to get a second opinion on the primary problem when your child is diagnosed and a medication is indicated. Never hurts to get a second opinion because it is your child. Nobody should be offended. It's not because of medic, medic, the medical profession or your doctor. It's just because this is a serious thing and drugs are not to be taken lightly. So getting that second opinion is a good idea. And then further to that, always be in a good conversation with your pharmacist to make sure that everything that's going well. Now, drugs and medications are outside the scope of chiropractic. However, we have people who come in all the time and naturally because we are one of their healthcare providers, they do ask us questions. We can't really counsel them on that, but we do want them to get educated. And we definitely recommend these two things, getting a second opinion if they don't feel comfortable with uh, what they've been told to do and or just because they want to make sure it's the right thing as well as then the number two thing is making sure they have a good conversation with their pharmacist that everything looks okay either for them if, if it's an adult but also certainly for their children to make sure that uh, everything they're taking is good for them and uh, designed to get them better right all right another dangerous thing is colon cancer a little bit more common in men than women but can affect both sexes always good to get your baseline colonoscopy at about 45 to 50 years of age just as a preemptive strike some early detection going on there and um, the dangers of colon cancer obviously is that it has a high risk of metastasis very likely to spread affects your gastrointestinal function obviously and here they're mitigating that risk by making sure you have adequate fiber intake. So following a review of data from 19 published studies, researchers report there's an association between increased fiber intake and reduced risk for developing colorectal cancer. That from the Journal of Chiropractic Medicine, June 2018. So good old fiber, and you've heard it before on the Daily Health Update that having protein and fiber at every meal is a really smart thing to do. Helps balance out any spikes that may happen in the blood sugar but uh, that fiber is very good for the gastrointestinal system as well. Certain components in the fiber um, are very good in healing to the lining of your intestinal tract, uh, not just for keeping it moving, um, and that's what can mitigate some of the colon cancer risk. So sedentary lifestyle, not so great. How many of you are uh, definitely sitting a lot during the day? You're at a computer or workstation um, and just not moving as much as you'd like to or you could? And uh, that's dangerous if we don't get moving and take enough steps in our day. Uh, and one of the things that taking steps is, is good for the brain. So in this study, researchers found that healthy older adults who average more steps per day scored higher on cognitive assessments of their attention, executive functioning, language, and memory skills. So that in the Journal of Neuropsychology, August 2018. Now for any adult and even children, when you get these steps in, you're going to have better brain function. And in the corporate world, we know that that's why taking these breaks during the day, getting up and moving, and why we teach every single patient that comes to the clinic a 21 movement range of motion protocol, movement protocol from their head down to their feet that uh, gets them up, uh, takes 90 seconds. But this helps stimulate uh, nervous system function, brain attention, executive functioning language and memory skills, which just makes you more productive during the day and uh, more accurate, get better results with what you're doing, better quality work. That goes for students, that goes for people at home. You're just more attentive, you adapt better, and um, it's 
simply comes from uh, doing or taking more steps. So get those steps up. Dangerous if you don't. Uh, sometimes you might uh, have uh, woken up or even just throughout the day notice that your eyes a bit tender might be a little bit itchy and then uh, it can actually get a little bit sore along the lid uh, along the edge of the lid and uh, that could be very well be a sty styes are not fun they're kind of annoying especially if you wear contact lenses I tend to have a couple now and then myself so what do you do about that sty that painful bump that develops on the edge of your eyelid now it usually goes away on its own with or without treatment but you can maybe speed it up by doing some things the american academy of family physicians says that the, uh, you can treat that sty by applying a warm damp compress for 10 minutes three to four times a day keep uh, the area near your eye clean avoid touching your eye don't use makeup or contact lenses while it heals and don't squeeze it as it can uh, spread an infection that from the american academy of family physician august 2018 the sty in the eye and finally on the chiropractic side of things you know we talk about spinal alignment and uh, misalignment or dysfunction in your spine can accelerate wear and tear on the parts it's like having a, a tire or a part of your steering column or mechanism out of alignment and it's going to wear your tires out uh, unevenly which is not good it's going to shorten the lifespan of those tires and increase the likelihood that you're not getting proper traction and steering so you could see the complications of that physically now the spine has uh, some other complications because it does house your nervous system and some research shows that when it's not sitting and moving right it interferes with the communication and energy fl flow through that nervous system which can impact your health and wellness in other ways but purely on the physical side there is that risk of wear and tear on the parts so in this study from the clinical spine surgery journal in august 2018 it says that if you lose the natural curve in your neck it increases the risk of the wear and tear of the discs in the neck in the spine those are the spaces between the bones now normally when you look at someone on the profile from the side of their body you'll see that their neck has a curve kind of like a rainbow with the high end of the rainbow being toward the front of the body and after comparing cervical MRI scans taken on 90 asymptomatic adults 20 years apart researchers report that participants who experienced the loss of cervical curve in their uh, two decades that they did the study they were over 40 percent more likely to have developed disc degeneration at the c7 through t1 level which is the bottom of the neck towards the upper back the study highlights the importance of maintaining a healthy cervical spine to reduce the risk of disc degeneration and subsequent arthritis later in life and there's always been a challenge to that posturally because yeah, posture has always been an issue it's just being increased lately probably exponentially because of the use of uh, different electronic gadgets um, that we have access to now and or the use of some we've had for a while like a desktop computer but that's not being set up properly and our habits are ever more looking down than looking up so that is the implication of that you will have wear and tear on your parts that may be accelerating now more than it has ever before simply because of the duration we spend with those parts sitting and moving wrong and uh, adding pressure to them accelerating the wear and tear so bottom line you know don't be afraid of the chiropractor just go get checked you don't even need to get treated but you should find out how good your curve is and uh, that may motivate you to pay a little more attention learn some strategies to take care of the neck on your own pay attention to your posture and or if you do discover and or already have some symptoms like neck pain numbness and tingling into the arms hands and fingers you're getting headaches you're not sleeping well um, or you just know that you're on a laptop you're looking at your phone a lot and or on a computer that maybe not set up properly it's a really really smart idea to get that checked 
All right. So those are the dangers for today and how to deal with them or circumvent them or try to mitigate them. And uh, your quote for the day comes from Bear Bryant. He says, there's a lot of blood, sweat and guts between dreams and success. People dream of a healthy future. They dream of their retirement. They dream of enjoying their life and having good quality. But a lot of people don't believe that it's truly possible. So they won't have success because they're not willing to put the blood, sweat and guts <laughs> into their work of taking care of themselves. It does take a strategy. It does take a plan. It does take knowing what to do. And one of the best ways to do that is to work with a healthcare provider who can answer some of your questions and set up a good plan or strategy. Take a look at what you're doing, what you can remove and what you can add so that you can get through life with better quality and maybe make that life a little bit longer. And if you stay plugged into the daily health updates, we're definitely going to help you do that. Help curb some of your decision making throughout the day, the week and each month so that you can get better instead of worse and um, have a little bit of fun and create those great experiences in your life. All right. So get out there that today and do that. Do that this weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Take care of each other. Have some fun. And I'm going to catch up with you on Monday.